welcome back to the Emergency Goalies podcast. And well, we said after the first episode that it was just one game against the Avalanche, so not need to worry yet. Well, we've had three more games and might be time to worry because the Blackhawks have one out of a possible eight points to the first four games and they have not looked good for a lot of these games. I guess I'll just ask you, Michael, what do you think so far of this pretty bad start? Uh, it's been awful. Uh, there's really no other way to describe it. Uh, can't really couch it in any significant way. I mean, they've been as bad as they were at any point last season, uh, despite the somewhat improved roster. And it's uh, pretty disheartening to start off in basically the exact same uh, circumstances that they found themselves last year where they got blown out uh, in early games. Now, I guess if you are looking for a silver lining, Last year, they were able to kind of turn their season around starting in the fifth game, which is what we're going to be coming up on this uh, tomorrow. So, uh, I mean, I guess we have that to potentially hang our hat on, but um, to, to come out so flat uh, through the first week of the season, um, very disappointing after um, – you know, the, the additions made and the bit of hope that was uh, kind of uh, injected into the season to start off with. But yeah, that's, I was going to, um, just that, you know, obviously I'm sure there were moments last year where the Blackhawks um, played badly. Like you mentioned, the start of the start of the season, they had some rough games, but I don't remember like, I'm thinking of the third period against the Islanders yesterday and the first periods against the Avalanche and the Penguins. Those are about, I cannot remember, three worst periods of hockey all of last season. Maybe I'm not remembering it right, but. I, I think you are misremembering the first four games of last year. Mm-hmm. The, the, um, you know, when Malcolm Subban and Colin Delia were just getting absolutely hung out to dry mm-hmm. by um their defense um tampa bay i want to say we opened up with back-to-back games against tampa bay yes and back back against um florida florida yes yeah and those were you know obviously two of the best teams in the league last year and they just absolutely kicked the blackhawks teeth in mm-hmm. um it was more or less entire games that were as bad Where, as those yes. periods so uh I mean, is it a problem with the start of the season? Is you know, uh, they they do they they did add a lot of new pieces this year. Um, some of those new pieces, like Jake McCabe, are coming off of injuries where they were missing even more time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, this is it. it it's really hard to not blame um both the coaching staff and to some extent the leadership on the team um Mm -hmm. i mean 
uh, Taves, you know, again, it's hard to lay too much on him given the amount of time he had off. And um, I mean, he played decently in the preseason, but he's been pretty invisible through the first four games. Um, Patrick Kane um, looks like he's playing partially injured and, or he's lost another step, um, which is something that he had already lost one um, heading through last year, but he seems to be shying away from contact a little Mm bit Um, when he has the puck going through the neutral zone. There's just no burst to his game. Yeah. um, What do I want to say? His absence, like the absence of his play is noticeable. Yeah. And I mean, you know, we're still seeing the flashes of offensive brilliance from him on the power play when the game is slowed down and he's got a little more time and space. Uh, You know, he's still a fantastic passer and stick handler. And you can see his uh, game still flourish in those respects. But on five, but in five on five play, um, he hasn't really been able to carry any sort of possession or drive much offense, which is pretty disheartening considering how much, um, you know, offense the Blackhawks are typically relying on him for. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, mm-hmm. I was going to add to the, um, the two um, players that we'd say so far in the season are, you know, driving the offense, getting the puck possession, are Debrinket and Doc. And both of them have had just lousy shooting luck so far this year. Yeah, I mean, Doc chipped in a couple of goals. Um, Debrinket does seem a little snake bit so far. Um, I thought he had a pretty good first couple of periods yesterday, mm-hmm. just like the whole team did. But um, his play kind of dropped off a little bit in the third, just like everybody else on the team yeah, did. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Doc and Debrinket aren't exactly um, lighting the world on fire, but they are hard. They are far from the problem on the team. Yes, yes. Um, I mean, really, those first three games, it was a lack of hustle and it was defensive mm-hmm. breakdowns, and not the typical defensive breakdowns we've seen, where the team like gets hemmed in its own zone oh, no. and, um, you know. Uh, the the opposition's able to bring the puck above the the faceoff dots, and the Blackhawks will get crossed up in their coverage, and two guys will follow one. I mean, we saw that all all the yeah, time yeah. last year. That has not really happened this year. Mm-hmm. I, I I feel like their defensive zone coverage is far better this year than it was mm-hmm. last year. But it's like but, these that's complete breakdowns out of nowhere. Yeah, it's like uh, um, their transition defense mm-hmm. has been really the the culprit so far. Um, they're uh, Colleton, I know, talked um, through after the first couple of games where he felt like the defensemen were taking some bad gambles, pinching in, and it was you know leading to some odd man rushes. Mm-hmm. You know that's going to happen on occasion. But to kind of exacerbate the problem when those odd man rushes have occurred, the one or two players that have been well, I back think, I, have I think just I know been what you're going to say. What is up with these? Like they keep going on their on their stomachs to stop ineffectively. The <laughs> yeah, over and over, and it's like yeah, um, that you know, uh, 
you know, how many times did we see over the years Brent Seabrook being the only mm-hmm. guy back and he lays out yeah, so you do that. and he at least takes away the pass. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Jake McCabe has done on a couple of these times. Uh, Eric Gustafson got caught the other day where it's like, they're not playing the shooter or the pass. They're giving mm-hmm. both up and it is absolutely killing them right now. Yeah. Um, and then we have also had a couple of instances where guys have come back in transition and the Blackhawks have numbers, but two guys will end up covering one mm-hmm. or um, there was a play. I, I can't remember which game it was. It might've been the third game where mm-hmm. the Blackhawks scrambled on a, like a three on two. They got a third guy that came back in late. And I think it was Philip Kurashev, mm-hmm. I want to say, and he got back, he got to his man then didn't actually take away the passing lane to him no. or take his body. He just left the guy. He was wide open and or I shouldn't say wide open. Kershaw was right there in position. Yeah. And did nothing. Did nothing. The puck went to the guy, you know, prime scoring spot. And that's just like, I'd like to blame Colleton for situations yeah, like that. I know a lot like, of people are, but that's yeah. just not heads up hockey. And I mean, some of that, you know, like Kershaw, he's you know, more or less a rookie second year guy, mm-hmm. um, you know, hasn't had a full year, but you know, it's been happening with the veterans too. I mean, there was uh, one um, last game that was almost like, if you weren't a Blackhawks fan would be comical where McKay Bell, through yeah. a stick, like, 10 feet <laughs> in the I don't air. know what that was. That was so ungraceful. Yeah, yeah. and, like, then a goal. And you're just like, yeah, wow, really? Yeah, so it, there's just been a lot of those really weird, like, what are you even thinking? What are you doing? Where, to me, it doesn't even seem like a system thing. It's just, mm-hmm. a, just a breakdown in a lapse in concentration or just – a boneheaded play and you know i guess heading it giving it back to colleton is uh, you know are we not practicing the right things or mm-hmm. are we being lackadaisical i don't know that, yeah, are that's they not, so hard to say from the outside but, are they not prepared or right uh but it's just been more or less I mean, an utter disaster the results have been ugly yeah we had yeah. seven um 17 goals allowed in four games and it's like you're not going to most of them five on five the pk has been fine oh yeah yeah i mean pk has been fine the the power play has been fine um i want to say that the special teams for the hawks we've probably uh, Mm -hmm. uh, outscored the opposition Mm -hmm. through four games it's been the the funny thing is like maybe their best offensive weapon is docking um to bring it on the penalty kill Yes, those two have been uh, been dangerous when they've been out there, which is great. Uh, you know, I'd much rather have guys like that who can take advantage of opportunities than, you know, a guy like Ryan Carpenter or something like we saw all last year who, you know, was not only giving up goals but not really threatening the other way either. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's, you know, uh, trying to find some positives they they definitely played their two best periods of hockey in their home opener here mm-hmm. yesterday. They should they, have been winning. Yes, they should have been winning. Um, I mean, Sorokin uh, stood on his head a little bit, but at the same time, the Blackhawks, despite getting a lot of chances, were not challenging Sorokin mm-hmm. very much. They were 
putting a lot of pucks right into his chest and or mm-hmm. missing the net when they had their best opportunities. Just yes. the, the precision shooting hasn't been there. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's been ugly and, um, you know, I, I would like to say if they continue to play like they did in their last game, they'll start, they'll start, you know, getting some pucks to go in the net and, you know, they'll start, they'll start getting some points, but they don't have a lot of time here to get things yeah. sorted out. They've got to you know, go other, on a run like they did last year. Yeah, yeah. Last year, they started off with one point through four games, I believe as well. Mm-hmm. And then they won like 13 of their next 17 games or something like yeah, that. Yeah. So, well, also, I was going to say that thing that worries you too, is that they're playing well in this game. It was like that one goal goes in. In the, it, in the third period. It was like the air went yeah, out. The air just went out. Yeah. So you don't want and, to do that. And, well, and not only did it come out of the team, but it kind of left with the fans in the building as yeah. well. I mean, we started hearing boos. We started hearing fire Jeremy chants. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, in a season where you were already going to have trouble drawing fans, mm-hmm. I mean, the home opener, reports i saw there were empty seats um, yes. even if the seats were sold they were not people were, didn't yeah. actually show up the announcers were talking like they were surprised it was full as it was the espn announcers yeah i like, mean i'm a, i'm assuming a lot of that is season ticket holders who were hoping mm-hmm. to sell their seats on the secondary market and couldn't find a taker i mean and that's yes. that's not great so i mean the sellout streak might continue for a while but mm-hmm. i don't i don't think we can count on a full no. building anymore to kind of you know, energize the team a little bit. And, you know, not that, I don't know about motives or lack of motives, but, you know, this was a move, you could argue, this big, like, you know, stopping the rebuild and trying to get in the playoffs. You would argue a move for the fans because they were worried about losing fan interest. I'm sure that was a motivation coming off of, you know, a season where they didn't have any fans in the stadium where it's like, hey, we need a little bit of, positive momentum uh i'm sure the lawsuits and the off the ice issues that yeah. have been swirling around the team may have also played a part to, you know so is this you know maybe meant to be some sort of distraction mm-hmm. who knows you know uh i suppose it's also possible it's just they were like hey we owe Taves and Kane yeah, yeah. another another shot at it but you know whether it's any one of those things or a combination of all of them this was supposed to be a better team. We were not supposed to see a first four games, like the first four games we saw last year, but yes. that's what we got. And yep. that's, that's pretty awful. So then the question is, I guess the million dollar question that literally everyone is asking, does Carlton have, this seed has got to be just white hot right now. He's got to, I mean, yeah. if they don't start playing better in the next week, I don't see how he survives. Yeah, I mean, we've got – we just kicked off a four-game homestand. Uh, the Islanders were yesterday, but then we got two easier games, one against Vancouver, mm-hmm. one against Detroit. Um, so Vancouver Thursday, Detroit on Sunday. And, uh, I mean, if we don't come away with, mm-hmm. you know, some significant points out of those – 
I think they've got to consider it. Um, after the Detroit game, they have uh, Monday and Tuesday off. Then they play Toronto at home and then have another off day before going on the road. And that to me seems like kind of the point where you would kind of consider it. If they coming out of that Detroit game with back-to-back days off, if you're going to make a move, yeah. that's where you kind of have to do it. Who, you know, whether it's Crawford taking over as the interim or going outside the org, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't uh, It'd be tough to install somebody from outside the org right away. Yes. My guess is Crawford would have to take over. Because um, I mean, people are, that's a, I think one of the beat writers was talking about. People are trying to compare it to um, Savard and um, Quenbo, but Quenbo was already on in the organization. Like, yeah. I don't want to, yeah, I think I could say in waiting. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it was assumed <laughs> um, that if the Blackhawks were going to make a move that, you know, it was going to be to Quenville. And I mean, the Blackhawks do have an experienced winning coach on staff in Mark Crawford. Um, now at the same time, you could say if the team's unprepared, I mean, Mark Crawford's one of the guys that's supposed to be there and prepare. Yeah, he's supposed to be doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, ultimately it does fall on the head coach, but, uh, you know, it, Crawford does have a hand in all of this as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, you know, firings, changes, but, you know, uh, it, it tends to, to, to bring about some, mm-hmm. some momentum changes. Yes. Um, but I, there seems to be enough people within the organization that want to see Colleton succeed where I don't think that they would pull the trigger, you know, after four games. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, they, they went out on a, this was a, what would you say an experiment when they hired him? It was a bold move. It was a bold move. I mean, absolutely. I mean, he had very little coaching experience and, you know, obviously none in the NHL. Um, he's, it, it, going on four years now, he's still the youngest coach in the NHL. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this was definitely a, an experiment and, you know, we've seen some positives out of it, mm-hmm. but there's definitely been more negatives than there has been positives. Yeah. I think you and I, you would agree that you and I have been a lot more generous to him than a lot of other voices on the internet and, yeah blogs, so i mean a lot of people say you know they're going to point to his record and say oh you know he hasn't been able to win anything and then I, you know i can't disagree with that but mm-hmm. at the same time he's been given terrible rosters yes. um now he's been given a decent roster and we're still seeing issues same, yes. so you know that's you know not only was he given terrible rosters but he was put in a pretty tough situation mm-hmm. taking over mid-season well, early season for, mm-hmm. um, for Quenville, you know, obviously replacing a, a guy yeah. of Quenville stature, but, you know, taking over mid season with limited experience and then, you know, having the COVID seasons, I, there were a lot of built-in reasons for, yes. you know, the, the ups and downs and the struggles, but this year, normal training camp, mm-hmm. normal start to the season and the team wasn't ready to play. So that's that's definite yeah. mark against him. Yeah, and you know, I never know. Like, I think coaches are important for motivation, but <laughs> I don't know about like with the 
to sift them like a guy like a Barry Trotz to have the system. But I don't know if like a system per se, like everyone's about, you know, yeah, uh, Colton's system on defense, but I don't. Like I said, I I think, I think the team has bought in more to the system. They are actually playing it a little better this year than they were last year. Uh, The defensive zone coverage to me has not been the overriding issue. It's Mm -hmm. uh, just a lack of energy. Um, They're not skating very hard Mm -hmm. and this is not a great skating team to begin with. So if they're not putting in the effort, it just exacerbates that problem. And flat starts, very flat starts. Yeah, very flat starts. Um, the, the breakdowns in transition defense, which really isn't a system thing so much as it is just players not doing what they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, it's just, it, it's been a mess. And I don't think that there is an easy solution to it. I don't, you know, I... I don't know if Colleton has the answer. I don't know if Crawford has the answer. I don't know if any coach would have the answer yeah. other than, hey, guys, you just need to play harder and smarter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yes. it, uh, you know, yeah. whatever it is that the Hawks need to do in order to bring that about, whether it's making a change at the coach or, or some kind of motivation. Yeah. yeah. You know, Taves or Kane or both or somebody just, you know, doing the locker room speech thing or whatever, mm-hmm. who knows? Um, you know, maybe that's the sort of thing where, yeah, I hate to say it, missing Seabrook a little bit as he was mm-hmm. always apparently the guy that was pretty outspoken in those situations. Um, Duncan Keith as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but um, yeah, so, it's something's got to change. Yeah. Something, something's got to do, you know? So I, I will ask a couple quick ones about the new acquisitions. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seth Jones looked a little better on this he, game, but still not like... Yeah, I mean, I feel like he's gotten a little better every game. He was a disaster in the first game. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a big reason why Colorado blew them out. Um, but, you know, I, 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 he's gotten a little better, a little more comfortable each game. He had some offensive chances in this mm-hmm. last one um, and did a lot better in the defensive zone. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, just a, a solid step in the right direction. Still not as good as we need him to be, but um, the least of my concerns right now among the defense. Yeah, and, um, we already talked a bit about um, McCabe. Does yeah, he's been back awful. Me? Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, he's been their worst defenseman, mm-hmm. and by a wide margin. I mean, yeah, um, and that's the- saying something when you got Gus out there. Yeah, yeah. Who's um, Gustafson? It's still Gustafson. Yeah, I mean, he's been pretty creative in the offensive zone um you know he's doing those things that you need him to do there but there's still the what the hell are you doing in the defensive zone sort of thing yes but yeah McCabe you just hope that he's still recovering from the yeah injury and and you know if McCabe was playing well and Murphy was playing well and Murphy hasn't been bad but he hasn't been as good as he was last year either yeah um but you know if if the top four was in good shape you could shelter Gustafson mm-hmm. um, more, but they've been playing from behind. So you need a little more offense. So I think they've been playing Gus a little more than they probably want. Yes. And again, once the other guys come back from injury next month, Gus's playing time probably drops to zero. So 
Um, you know, he, that's not exactly the biggest concern I have either. It's really figuring out how to get McCabe playing, um, well again, and whether he fits better with Jones or he fits better with Murphy. Cause right now he hasn't fit with either guy yeah, yeah. and they need him to figure out a way to play with one or both of them. Yes. Yeah. If he's going to be your number two defenseman, then yeah. Yeah. I mean, that'd be better than this. Yeah. That's And it's, you know, the sort of thing where, you know, we, we talked about at the beginning of the year, we've only got three guys. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you were hoping that one of the two pairings would be solid and then they mm-hmm. figure out the other one right now. Yes. They don't have a solid pairing because no. McCabe hasn't fit with either guy. Yes. Um, and then the last uh, flurry, I mean, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, um, you know, everybody has been jumping on the, oh, you know, the system sucks and, you know, this is all Colleton's but Flurry's been awful. Yes. I, I don't know any other way to say it. I he, mean, of the, of the four games we've seen, yeah, the best goalie game was the Devils game. Yeah. With Lankinen. Yeah. And I mean, it's not like Lankinen was great. No, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Flurry was, has, he's been terrible. I think he's looked slow. Um, he has losing his net. Yep. Losing his net. He's, he's been off his angles. Uh, he's been slow going across. He's been losing track of the puck, yeah. uh, which is really something that stood out to me um, after watching Corey Crawford for so many mm-hmm. years, who was an absolute master at tracking the puck through yeah. traffic and through all that. That was why Corey Crawford was so damn good. Mm-hmm. And Flurry has really struggled with that through four games. So, yeah. I mean, that is that's a huge concern because, you know, yeah, he had a great year last year. Um, you know, some might argue, oh, he was propped up a little bit by Vegas, mm-hmm. considering he was not very good the year or two before that. Yeah, he's um, he's had but he's uneven th- lately, but and but I mean he's 36, mm-hmm. 37. I can't remember. I, you can lose it as a goalie at any point. And, you know, there's got to be that concern that he is just not physically capable of doing it anymore. Well, you also, you know, he wasn't going to play this year. And then, yeah, you know, is his heart not in it? You know, is, you know, the family situation, you know, is he just not comfortable, even though Mm -hmm. he thought he would be, who knows? But yeah, whatever his problem is, he's, we've got to get it sorted out pretty soon. Otherwise that's going to be a huge issue for the team. Yeah. Um, Either that or Lankin has just got to take over as the starter. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. But yeah, that's um, the, the, the two additions of McCabe and Fleury, that were expected to make a pretty big impact. They have not been so far. I would honestly say those have been the two worst players on the team. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> which is, like... which is hard for me to say, because I liked both of those acquisitions. Mm-hmm. You feel like saying that the whole title of this should just be, it's not great, Bob. No, it's not. Yeah. It's, it's been difficult to watch, um, but hopefully you know, sports. two games at home against not very good competition. Maybe they can get something sorted out and get onto a roll just like they did last year. I mean, they came out those four bad games. They got to go play a bad Detroit team. Lincoln and took over and they were able to kind I of mean, get on we, a roll. If we had a dollar for every time we did a podcast saying the Blackhawks are probably done and Exactly. Yeah, they kept they did kept keep crawling out of it last year until you know, kind of like the last few weeks of the season when it just 
kind of fell apart on them. But yes, um, I think we'll all feel better if they actually get a win. Yeah. You know, and maybe that's all it takes is just kind of to break the ice, so to speak. Um, and, you know, kind of get the ball rolling on the year, but mm-hmm. yeah. Um, it, it, they've got it. They, they, they're definitely in danger of this slipping out of control though, mm-hmm. because, you know, if they come out and lay another egg tomorrow yes. against Vancouver, the, you, you got two days again, where mm-hmm. there's, you know, the bulls are starting off tonight. Yeah, yeah. The bears are still kind of, you know, there's going to be a lot of pressure to just say mm-hmm. the media, you know, will we're be done like, with this team. <laughs> yeah, know? The media pressure yeah. is going to be enormous. Like, yeah. So, yep. We'll see, I guess. Yep. Either way, we'll be back next week to tell you about it. And mm-hmm. even if we have to start uh, pre planning the, uh, <laughs> NHL draft preview in, in we don't have a first round pick next year <laughs> oh my god that's right wow uh, I do believe it is top two protected so if they if they yeah. are really bad and they end up happen to win the lottery um, well, maybe they should go for that then I... yeah I mean I guess we can uh, we can still hope for Shane Wright I guess but uh, <laughs> beyond that yeah there's not going to be a lot of immediate help if yeah, they, yeah. Are, they are bad yeah so you know Going all in has its uh has its uh risks. Yes. All right. Well, uh, Michael, you're on Twitter at MJ underscore Ernst. Um, STH85, and yeah, you can subscribe to our podcast on the Apple Podcast app, and you can send us messages on Twitter if you have some comments or have some suggestions, or if you want to coach the Blackhawks, whatever. They may be accepting applications soon. That's right. All right. 